Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that three-hour philosophy show change the drive into work and traffic so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything at&t you don't just live in your home You'll live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like medium lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Just trying to give God some back. Just some back of what he even gave me. Just a portion, you know, just. I'm just trying, man, to, to, to show some type of gratitude for all his blessings. I'm just trying to, man, just, just get it right sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, man, you just can't, just can't do what you want to do and just live wrong all the time, man. You got to, at one point in time, Steve, come on, man. Come on, man. You could do better. I know you can. You know, and, and, and you know what I had to do? I had to stop saying, I'm going to try to do better. And I just had to say, hey, man, I'm going to do better. You know, uh, trying is just to put forth an effort, and then if it don't work, well, okay. But if you make up in your mind that I'm going to do something, then trying isn't enough. It's getting it done is the only thing that matters. See, it's the difference between doing and trying. We're going to try to win the game, or we're going to go out here to win the game. Now, trying to win the game means that you could lose. But when you got in your mind made up, most athletes will tell you that they go out there with the full intent and purpose of winning and winning only. See, they don't put the second place finisher on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Second place don't get you there. You, you got to win. And now take it out of the scope of athletics, but keep it in that type of, type of analogy. In life, man, you just want to win in life, don't you? I mean, at the end of the day, don't you want to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated of life? Don't you want to be recognized for your hard work? Don't you want, you know, to be recognized within the bonus structure down at your job? Don't you want to have your plaque up on the wall down at your job? I mean, most people do. Some people could care less. Some people don't care about looking good or being their best. And that's cool, but I ain't talking to them, though. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who, who, who want to be the best you can be. You know, people, people kill me when they get mad at, at, at people. And hey, he brown nose and he all up on the employee of the month. Man, the dude doing his job to the best of his ability and he getting recognized for it. What that got to do with all that you talking about? Because you ain't up there. It's amazing, man, how people describe other people's success. He's so lucky. Lucky? <laughs> hey, man, don't they kind of get you a little bit when people call you lucky? When Let me tell you what luck really is, y'all. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. When hard work Run smack dab up in the opportunity. Some people call that luck. But hold on. Let's let's think about this. If you wasn't working hard and opportunity presented itself, what would you call that? What you call that? A missed opportunity? What you call that? Wrong place at the wrong time? Boy, you missed out on that. But see, when you've been working hard and opportunity presents itself and it bumps up into each other, now people want to call that luck. But hold up, here go the part, though, that they ain't paying no attention to. Yeah, that opportunity came by. But if you had not been working hard and the hard work had not ran up in the opportunity, what would you have? No, sir, it's not luck. It's work. It is work. Because there's a scripture that says faith without works is dead. Look, I know I use the same ones all, all the time. But them the ones I know. I mean, what you want me to do? You want me to lie to you? You want me to come on here and tell you, man, I've been studying the Bible. I haven't. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. But my mama was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me enough, though. 
Now, I know the difference between right and wrong just like you do. You ain't got to, you know, it, it kills me when people write a strawberry letter. Am I wrong for this? You know, good and well, look at, let's read your letter. Are you wrong for this? You know, you wrong. What you don't need us to be telling, you know, but I'm going to do this anyway. Well, see, go ahead, though. Do what you want to do. But you know what, y'all? Here, here's the best advice I can give you. And this is what I really uh, came to talk about this morning, but I got sidetracked because I listened. You know what? Get, get out of your own way. So many of us are blocking our own blessings. We're just in our own way. We are in our own way. And one of the most dangerous ways you can get in your way is to do it your way. To get it figured your way and to lock in on your way and this the way it's got to go. Do you know how many people are blocking their blessings? Do you know how long I blocked mine with that mindset right there? This is how I want it to happen. This is how I want it to go down. This the way I'm going to go about it. And this is what's going to happen. Lock, loaded, fire. So I was dead set on doing it my way. Have you ever talked to people? Man, well, this is just the way I do it. Look, because this the way you do it, you think that make it the right way? You think just because you done thought on it long and hard, and that's what you really want. Do you really think that your way is the right way? Or could there be a better way? See, until I started listening to God and started paying attention to his way, man, I was spinning my wheels, man. I was out here so determined this is how I was going to do it. But, you know, I had to learn how to get out of my own way because just because I could do it my way didn't mean it was the right way. I had to get out of my own way. Just get out your way, man. Now, what, what, what does that mean? That means, see, set your goals. That means have your dreams. That's, I'm, I'm saying set your goals, man. I ain't saying don't set goals. Listen to me. Set your goals. What is it you want to happen? What is it you'd like to have? What is it you'd like to be? What do you aspire to? Set your goals and set your dreams. Now, take your goals and your dreams to God and ask God to show you how. Man, you can save yourself a lot of pain. Listen to somebody who did it his way for so long. And when I finally got out of my way, out of my own way, when you've heard old people say, let go and let God, you've heard them say that. I didn't, I didn't get it. But I got it now. Let go and let God. And it's an amazing little saying, though. Now, you know, you may not get it now. It, t- it took me a bunch of years to get it, too. But when, I, but when I took my goals and my dreams and my vision to God, and I said, God, this is what I hope for. This is what I aspire to. This is what I want to be. This is where I would love to get to. Then I said, help me. Show me how. Point me in the right direction. Let me follow your footsteps. Guide me. Give me a a spirit of discernment. Show me who wrong. Because I meet people every day, ain't up to no good with me. Every single day. Oh, man. Man, I can't believe I run up into you, man. The Lord told me something was going to happen to me today. Well, see, I talk to him every day. He did not mention you to me. He he ain't said nothing to me. He didn't tell me what was going to happen in my Now, that don't mean it can't happen. Because I'm open to it. But it amazes me when people come up to me, man, the Lord wanted me to tell you this. Hold on, man. 
I talk to him every day. Every day. Some days more than others. I ain't perfect. I, I miss sometimes. But I'm on a daily basis talking to him. So really, man, I'm, I'm and, I, and, I, and, and please know I'm listening as well as I've ever listened before. But, but get yourself together, though. See, know your goals and your dreams, and then let God show you how to do it. He'll do it. See, see, you know how you let him lead you? Listen. Listen. That's all you got to do. If you're talking to God and you're asking him for help, listen. But don't go with the first thing that happened. Pay attention, because here's one way you know it ain't him. If it's some sin in it, it ain't him. It ain't him. I don't care. Go down there and tell them this right here, and then that'll straighten them out. That ain't him talking to you. That's not him. You know, it's 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 um it's so important, man. It's so important, everybody, that you get focused, that you aim for something, that you dream of something, that you aspire to something. But it's the most the best thing you can do after you do all that, man. Get God involved in it, man. Talk to him. I mean, why would you not? What you got to lose? You ain't got to go down there and make no big scene and and run laps around the church and run up there and throw yourself on the altar and scream and flip over and throw money in the air. You ain't got to do that. This you and God, man. This you and God. You know, you got to serve and praise him the way you do it. You got to let nobody else tell you how it's done. It's a personal relationship. People kill me if you don't do it this way, if you don't come here to this church and you don't run around in this circle and you don't get flipped in the hand, you don't turn a somersault, then you ain't saved and you ain't said, what did you, what tongue did you speak? Hey, man, you better go have a relationship with God, see what that's about. You understand? Don't nobody throw you off with all that, all right? All right, y'all, talk to him. He'd love to hear from you today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Eighteen minutes after the hour, Steve Harvey Morning Show Power, waking you up, hoping you up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> okay, well, we're up. We're up, we're all the way. Let's we get to it. Yeah. Top of the morning, baby. Tuesday. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, everybody in a good mood today, Junior? Yeah. Absolutely, Unc. Morning, everybody. Hey, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Anything? I'm just scared. <laughs> All you have to do is go to sleep and wake up. It's something. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and so at home, every now and then one would leak out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like oh. I remember one one time. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, you know how your mama tell you, you got to eat all your food. There's kids uh-huh. in Africa starving. Uh oh. And I said, well. You want to send it to him? (laughs) (laughs) You said that out loud? I didn't know I had said it out loud. I was talking to my whole life. You're alive? You're still alive? Yeah. Oh, my face went straight down in that oatmeal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had oatmeal all up in my nose, everything. You got back? Oh, she slapped me on the back of the head so hard. That's like when I tell my mom, don't worry about it. I was a real little kid. I got knocked so hard. And my don't worry mom, about it. Yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my uncles it. told me they put me up to saying that. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and Tommy, your famous, fam- famous line to your mom? 
My mama said, you're going to make me knock you in the next week. And I said, well, book me for Thursday. <laughs> you got laid out. Hmm. All the way out. What happened? It's Thursday. He, that's when he came to on Thursday. I came to. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, we yeah. was at the success seminar uh-huh. over the weekend. And a long time ago, you know, I had gave, you know, Marjorie a car for her birthday on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I didn't show the whole car, just showed the door. Her reaction to it and everything. Y'all you know, just wishing my girl a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. So these somebody co- typed in and said, how dare you buy such an expensive car when people in Africa and around the world are starving? So I text mm-hmm. back, I said, well, hell, they can't eat the car. <laughs> What is we tripping for? <laughs> oh, God. She thought that was the best response. Huh? I, I did. Uh, that's brilliant. Yeah. I said, well, hell, yeah, they can't eat the, they the car. Eat the car. So, we told you about reading those comments. Mm. That's the same Steve that said something about that old meal about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he Your just rolled yeah. up. Yeah. That little dude right there is the same. <laughs> and I've always thought that way. <laughs> and they can't eat the car. So what the hell, what, 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 what is we really oh. upset about? Yeah. Oh. Damn. That's crazy. But but today, these kids today were not raised like we were raised. I'll just say that. Oh, no. The stuff oh, they a, get away with. I mean, <laughs> but like, it's like parenting has changed. And um, yeah, these stories, man, that's coming out, these People that's committing these uh, that's committing these vile acts on mm-hmm. Facebook Live and nobody oh, reporting it. Yeah, it's sad, man, that we've grown to accept yeah. things. We're so desensitized. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost like it ain't my business. Mm-hmm. Which that's not the case because, again, growing up, the whole block knew. <laughs> Man, if you were right. doing something well, wrong, it would tell cared. your parents. Care, yeah. yeah, and they would yeah. tell your parents, you know. Yeah. But now My it's just so different. Whoop us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From your yeah. Group. yeah. Knock the hell out. But if they did, though, whoo, the beating you, you got would get. double. Did <laughs> 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 <To> that? <laughs> Somebody else had to, oh, oh. Discipline oh. my child? <laughs> Outside of the home? So you down there acting like you no. want to. Like you ain't what? got no home training. Yes. Home training. That's, that's why yeah. I'm mad it whooped your ass. That's why I'm mad it whooped you. But that's why <laughs> your mama be so mad. Because you got them people down there thinking she ain't up here doing yeah. her job. Yeah. Right. Don't embarrass me. Yeah. Oh, man. That was. <sighs> now we embarrass our kids. <laughs> they don't want you to embarrass them. <laughs> Is that crazy? How did it get flipped? They let it get flipped. What has happened? Yeah. What has happened? My mama's still active. What's that, Junior? (laughs) Yeah, my mama's still active. It ain't changed over there. (laughs) 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 That's the spacious household. No, not over there. It it is still fully functional. (laughs) (laughs) What's your worst whooping you ever got, Junior? I told y'all about them hangers in the flow. Oh, yeah. and I had said I was sick of this S H I. Sugar honey iced tea. Sugar honey yeah. iced tea. Yeah. Bro, you hey, heard, are you sick of this? <laughs> you got problems with hangers today. Oh man, if I could be with them hangers, I got to be with everything. <laughs> it's bad when they throw you into your dresser and everything on your dresser fall on you like your stereo <laughs> cologne. <laughs> everything fell. 
Spare change. Spare change. <laughs> Golly. Strength right there. Speakers. Just <laughs> <laughs> all kind of noise. And then yeah. tell you to clean it up, Shirley. Oh, yeah. What? Absolutely. What? Oh, my dad in the hallway just laughing. <laughs> So your mom was the disciplinarian. My, my, mom, my mom wasn't enforced. My dad only would be about four times. Uh-huh. But my mama about 180,000 times. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't care. Yeah. My mom did not play. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She did not play. But you know what, Charlie? It made me the man I am today. I really yeah. thank you. I, I don't regret it. I, I don't regret how she raised me. I really no. don't. Mm-mm. I did no. then. <laughs> but... Not now. Did you used to sure. say stuff in the bedroom when you closed the door? Yeah. Yes. yes. They hit well, that. Absolutely. Under your breath? Absolutely. Yeah. But my worst thing, Tommy, was rolling my eyes. Ooh. Oh. <sighs> and as big as your eyes is. <laughs> <laughs> she saw. She that, saw it. That looked like a globe was spinning. <laughs> I hate you right now. You got them Atlas eyes that look like it's a white man got it on his shoulders turning on one knee. Holding up her so you done rolled them goggle ass eyes like she wasn't going to see it. Hell, to blink with them eyes that size. Oh, man. It's like the shutter on an old ass camera. <laughs> Wait, Steve, I, put this, I put this picture of me um on my instagram over I saw the weekend that picture of you with me and all the comments said oh we see what steve means about your eyes we see they're so big your eyes but half the comments were about that so thank you and we have to go to break <laughs> coming back something funny I bet you see we got to go to break. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We back. 30-something funny coming up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. We want to say congratulations to the North Carolina Tar Heels, baby. All right. NCAA champ told you. They did the doggone thing. Tar Heels, boy. Yes, sir. I was worried about them for a minute, though. Oh, you were? They pulled it off. No, they got funky, man. Who the <laughs> legends out of there, dog? Well, I mean, I know Jordan. There's some legends about it. That's out of that, that college right there. James Worthy. Worthy. Kenny the Jet Rocket. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Oh. He said Michael Jordan. Vince Carter. Yeah. Oh, Vince went there? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Antoine James. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, just Stackhouse go there. Stackhouse or nothing? Yeah. See how they know, see how they know all this stuff? Um, was it a good game? Was the game not on at your house? The game if was already there. watching. Yeah, but if he's watching it, I, I don't, I'm not. You're I'm not in the same room? Else. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't see, see Tommy, you ain't the only one with a chateau. No. <laughs> see, other people got more than Muslim, but those of us, Tommy, See, I know what Tommy trying to say. Uh-huh. That if the game on and you sitting there with your husband because y'all ain't at the level he has, y'all must be in a studio apartment. Oh, is that I'm what he's trying that. to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 You're trying to say the same room. You got to be there because your bed is your sofa. Your bedroom is your living room? That's what he's saying, Shirley, but you ain't just throwing some mess. I ain't saying that. You know, El Chateau. Yeah. 
part oh, the game part on, on you moi, wasn't looking at it, y'all right there. You know y'all play small. How could you miss it? Yeah. You know uh-huh. how he starts stuff. I mean, nothing like that. That makes sense. I mean, just together, sitting there hanging out with sense. your man watching the game. That's what I mean. Sometimes. My wife coming there, man, Marjorie. It depends. Don't me. know a damn thing. Mm-hmm. About basketball? About nothing. Why they hollering? Because <laughs> they scored. They made a touchdown. <laughs> oh, baby, they scored a, just a basket. <laughs> oh, this is basketball. <laughs> You know the difference between basketball and football. Mm. <laughs> she know the difference if they look, if she looking, but she don't. She don't. She not care. into it. Yeah. Yeah. She's no. like yeah, a lot of women you know, pretending like. Into, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. she don't pretend. She yeah. asks questions. I want uh-huh. her to go. You can't watch the game. <laughs> I want her to get up and go. Please stop asking me that. Who is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. I've, Too many I've, questions during I've the game. I've asked a few of those. Yeah. What team is the? Don't, you don't see Spurs on their jersey. <laughs> Who's winning? <laughs> you don't see Spurs on their jersey. What I mean, team is that with the blue on? The score stay in the bottom of the game now. Yeah. yeah. You ain't got to wonder about it. It stay below all the time. But then, mm-mm. My wife will bring me something to eat, though. She, she will have some food for me, so I love that. Okay, another slam on me. Okay, I'm getting sick of you, nephew. Ooh, if you throw yep. a rock. Yep. The man yeah, watched the game hungry? No. Yeah, uh-huh. because you know Shirley can't yeah. cook, so now you're going to bring, your wife will bring you some food. Uh-huh. I no, heard Ernesto it. sitting in there just hoping that some chips <laughs> is in there. So, <laughs> he could just keep so we live in a- <laughs> <laughs> So, Shirley, you don't have no snacks for your man? I at least have that. You got to at least have that. Something okay, can- first of all, I got to know that the game, this a game day. Okay, let's start Everybody. there. Everybody. It's Everyone a game day. So, okay, I'll get some snacks. What? Some popcorn and stuff, right? Mm. No. Oh, some wings. 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 Men like wings. And, uh, and, some and nachos. Mini hot dogs. Fries. And, yeah. Fries. Oh. And nacho salads. And, yeah. and, you know, queso what? dips. And yeah, some cheese hot dip. cheese dips. And what? You no, know, you make all this. You make it. Some sliders, you know, chicken sliders. Yeah, yeah. sliders. Uh, you know, little you stuff like that to make it nice yeah. for you, man. Hmm. So he ain't just sitting up in there. Don't nobody want to come over his eye and watch the game with him. Ever. Coming there with that hot bag <laughs> of popcorn, just sure. shaking it. Yeah. You could, nah, he ain't even got that. He just got some potato chips and a little hot sauce on the table. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> he likes Sprite and a Sprite. I'm I'm good. Issue. He get to watch the Congratulations game. to the North Carolina yes. Tar Heels. <laughs> All right, get ready. Up next, it's Run That Prank Back with the Nephew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, uh, 48 minutes after the hour. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, we got a good one. Miss Ann going to be here with the latest uh, from the White House. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. the White House, it, you don't even got to worry. There's something going on. <laughs> I know Absolutely. that they got this one boy up here that uh, before he talk, can he get immunity? <laughs> yes, Flint. Lord, he uh-huh. got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? And he well, wants that, to share. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But see, that's see, that's that I ain't going down by myself. Mm-hmm. Well, he was bitter by being fired anyway. He didn't like yeah. that. Yeah. He's still a little salty. Uh-huh. He got he has some information. He wants to share. Yeah, it ain't gonna be <laughs> first 100 days, but 
Jesus. A mess. A disaster. Who who could have the information on? I mean, it's got to be somebody either at his level or higher. And he up there. I mean, it ain't too many people higher. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Think about it. The White House probably who appointed what do you him? Want and immunity who fired him? for? Yeah. yeah. Hell, I want immunity. <laughs> for what? Oh, What'd you do? I don't give a damn for anything I might say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Hell, I want it. Oh, well, in that case. <laughs> All right, nephew, you gonna run that prank back? What you got? I'm gonna run that prank back. Uh, hot chick at the church. Hot chick. Hey man, your speech, your your, your speech impediment—it's <laughs> more than del- oh, it's, I, I don't know if it was chick or check. First of all, I didn't think it was either one. <laughs> you didn't think it was either one. <laughs> hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach a Monica, Sister Monica, please. Who's calling? This is uh, Brother Deshaun. I'm calling. Actually, I'm a member of um, Greater <laughs> Missionary Baptist Church. How can I help you? Calling you actually about the offering. Now, did you? You? I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, paid I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay. Now, you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Now, this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with the <laughs> bank. Right, right. I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay. Now, the check, ma'am, was 200 and fifty dollars am i correct right right i wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering right i wrote one for 250 for the love offering okay now what is this call regarding why are you calling me well what i wanted to tell you is that i hate to be a bearer of bad news but your your check that you wrote for 250 actually has bounced and, and you, wait a minute you said my check bounced for 250 dollars your check bounced so what what i'm doing is calling you about Recouping the two fifty as well as you know you you cost us thirty dollars uh, uh, in bank fees. Wait, behind. wait a minute now. I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for a hundred dollars. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that 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 one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What, what is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was there. I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is, is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Knowing that they going to bounce. Y'all write these checks. There's a lot of people My write these. checks are good. Well, not, I don't what? write bad checks. Well, why do we? one clear, why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The, what did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear, and I don't understand why people I write these. I got plenty checks. money in the bank. And all my checks clear. I don't write no rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday, and that's the problem. How are you going to try to give a look? Wait a minute. I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done yeah, wrote I'm this. I'm trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the 250 plus the $30? And so you we wait, $30? That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm going to check my bank, and if my check clear, you're going to pay me $30 for calling me, harassing me about a $250 check bounce. I don't write no Why would you check. write check? What, you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot of 
nerves calling me, telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced. And I'll you tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money. And don't call me with this again. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When are, when are we going to get this 250 and this $30? from the church to my I wrote a bad check. I don't write no You did write a bad check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you Wait did. A minute. Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the busy. Deacon, I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of <laughs> Thank you. You got the money. I ain't got I, Who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church and you gonna call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more, and if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do pastor know you talking like this? Do pastor know you calling me? Can you answer that? I, look, when are we going to get this $280 is what we looking for from you? I wrote a check for $250. And the, you will and not get $280. You, you put the $30 with it. You put $250 in there, it bounced. $30 cost us on bank fees. That's $280. When can the church expect their money? Never, not no two eighty. You will never get two eighty. You gonna make me and come by your and my check then? What did you say? I'm gonna do what? You gonna make me come by your house and get this money? Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on. What is the address on Look this on check? The check. I got it off the check. No, well, you bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this two fifty plus thirty. Whatever I want to, okay? No, you and don't. You yes, know what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you: We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until. What did you say? You are not. Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get coming to, up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm gonna make sure I find your. Because you the person I want to see. You go. And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him. Because I don't believe my check bounced. You full of Well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got... no, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to say you, to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I... Talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I told pastor when I get. But I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What what do you got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you're going to pay the check? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. What did you, wait, what did you say? <laughs> Baby, this what did is. You say? <laughs> what did you say? I say this is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'm going to beat that <laughs> She just left here flying out the door in a hurry. No, she didn't. I'm going to that <laughs> Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, Top of the hour, one more time. Congratulations, North Carolina. Our heels taking it to the place. Yeah, yeah. Hits. One in the drive on Williams. Puts it that? up. Oh, wow. That's what you need from that guy. Big time. Palm, hold, deliver. Comes in. Blocked by Meeks. Buried right up ahead to Jackson. And he takes it down for the five-point lead. 
no timeouts. Gonzaga is stolen, and North Carolina's fouled with seven seconds to go. A game-deciding sequence, and this year the confetti is going to fall for North Carolina. They're not going to be denied this time. Come on, though. <laughs> they may have kids from the team that's from the, the area. No, they ain't. Don't nobody recruit nobody from way over here go no damn Gonzaga. They ain't coming out you of Detroit. You go with your scholarship tell you to go. <laughs> no, you go, dog, you go where them people recruit you at. They get their players out the Pac-10 and all that. They might go over to the 8 a little bit. They don't come. Ain't nobody going over there, dog. You cold ball player. Yeah. You on the East Coast. You going to the ACC, the SCC. You going somewhere like that. You ain't got to go over there. Go, go. Mm-hmm. Way out there? Yeah, way out mm-hmm. there. You don't even know where it is. This <laughs> in Washington. Miss Ann is here. Yeah. She's always here. She's very reliable. So here she is, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely, the talented Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Steve Shirley Collar. Everybody at their junior and Tommy. This is Antrip with the news. Okay, a lot is going on all over the world. In Russia, at least 14 people now. 14 people dead as a result of yesterday's explosion in St. Petersburg's subway station. Authorities suspect terrorism. The whole city's underground system is shut down, and security has been beefed up on commuter lines in Moscow as well, actually in New York City too. An investigation underway in Russia, but right now they say that it was a suicide bomber who was a Kurdistan-born Russian citizen. Families in a small southern city in Colombia desperately searching for loved ones swept away by water, mud and debris uh, from the storms that started there late Friday. The death toll there has risen to 262, many of them children. However, a number of people are still missing and that death toll is expected to really rise. Officials say that at least four people are dead as a result of yesterday's severe weather in the south. Among the dead, a Mississippi woman who was desperately trying to direct rescue was to her submerged car when she died. They say the woman had driven off the road and into a creek. Another woman died when strong winds toppled the tree onto her home. The Democrats say they have enough votes to filibuster this week against the nomination of Judge Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court. Senate rules say that 60 votes are needed to confirm a high court nominee. But right now, Republicans don't have it. But that still leaves the so-called nuclear option where the Senate abolishes or blows up the longstanding rules in favor of reducing the vote threshold to only a majority vote from now on. Republicans are claiming that this would be the first partisan filibuster in the nation's history. However, Democrats point to last year's unprecedented and disrespectful GOP blockade against President Obama's nominee, Merrick Garland, who Republicans refused to even interview. And they say that was basically a year-long partisan filibuster. Meanwhile, lawmakers from both sides of the aisle dismayed over what's happened to governance in this country. One of them, Democrat Leahy, who said voted for six Republican Supreme Court nominees in the past. The majority leader has promised to use whatever tactic is necessary to get his way, even if that means forever damaging the United States Senate. And for its 42 years, I've devoted myself to the good the Senate can accomplish. But I cannot vote solely to protect an institution. When I fear that the Senate I would be defending no longer exists. That's Senator Patrick Leahy. The full Senate is expected to vote on Gorsuch by the end of this week. Georgia Governor Nathan Deal says he's looking for money from the federal government to help repair that heavily traveled section of I-85 that collapsed last week due to a fire. Uh, they've charged one man who says he's a crack addict and he's homeless, 39-year-old Basil Ellaby. And today is National Hug a News Person Day. Yeah, there really is a day. And National Eat a Carrot Day. Man. What's up, Doc? 
Man, carrots are good for you, Doc. And now this is Antrip on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, thank you, Miss Ann. Now, according to a survey by Vault.com, 50%, 50% of all workers have had an office romance. 27% of those surveyed said they think dating a coworker is cool, even if that coworker is a boss. Have you, here's a question for our audience, have you ever dated a coworker or your boss? Did you keep your relationship hidden or did other people at the office know? 877-29-STEVE. Boy, that's deep, that question. <laughs> Boy, that's deep. Yeah, have you ever dated a coworker or your boss? You're and Steve, me. you are the boss. Yeah, let's hear let's hear yours before we yeah, go to the yeah. phones. <laughs> yeah, duh. What? He answered that like, no, yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah, like you haven't. Nobody down there, I'm asleep, but... <laughs> what? <laughs> oh God! You want, me, you want me to come back down here tomorrow, don't you? I'm even insensitive. You can't just be down here by no damn check. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm, I, I, that's unbelievable. Hmm. You want me to come Old down? Old as there. I am, I ain't never slept with nobody I work with. What? But, you know, a lot of companies have policies that, you know, you're not supposed mm-hmm. to uh, get like together with a co-worker or date a co-worker. You know, it's in the handbook, the employee handbook. Oh, you know, you're supposed to pay me enough to live on. That wasn't happening. <laughs> so now what you want me to do? You want me you 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 want me to be all I can be, but you ain't gonna be half what you what what, what I need you to be. <laughs> what are you mad about? No, you no, mad at the, the, the rule? She right here. See, was that was that at work or school? The the story that I love so much that you always tell about. Um, you used to tell the girl, "I love you" every that single day. Was, that was at work. That was a job. Company. That was a Ford Motor Company. <laughs> and she finally broke, huh? That was my first job right out of college when I flunked out. I worked at Ford. Uh huh. Chick named Marie. Man, I walked past her every day. Told I love. Finest chick on that whole line, dog, in the plant. So you just would walk by and say, I love you? Yeah. Dudes be laughing at me. <laughs> you didn't care. Huh? college boy just going to just keep saying it. She ain't, talk, she ain't talking back to you. You know, old dudes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You ain't getting nothing. This, 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 ain't no return on this investment. <laughs> no ROI. <laughs> Y'all stupid. I love you. Every day. Every day. A year, dog. A whole year. A whole year? You were, oh, you're so committed. When you commit to something. Mm, it's mm, committed. Mm. I wanted her. So mm. what happened? How did she break down? One day she spoke back. That was it. It was on crack. What did she huh? say? I love you too? What did she say? No, she said, hi, how are you? <laughs> oh. said, That's you all in. I needed. I said, my name is Steve. I uh-huh. already know your name. Of me. She said, that's right. I said, cool. I love you. And walk Man, you. Next day. Uh huh. Marie. Hi, Steve. I love you. Walked off. I, a year. This started wow. to be scary, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, nah, it's in front of everybody. Wasn't no stalking. Wasn't no sneaking no, up yeah, behind her. She uh-huh. could expect that. I love you every day. No. She'd been getting it. Then one day, man, I said, I love you. And I blew her a kiss. Everybody Uh-oh. in the little line laughing. <laughs> <With those laughs> this blue right uh-huh. here blowing kisses. 
And then one day, man, I blew her a kiss and she blew it back. Mm. Progress. Ian. <laughs> if you lean hard enough. Come on, man. Something gonna happen. So then you guys started dating? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> started dating? Hard. <laughs> I quit going home. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, she had a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was over there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Carla has a story, too. Uh, we'll get to that, I'm sure, later this morning. What? Uh, you you know what? You you dated someone and not just yeah. dated them. And you too, Shirley. At work. Huh. Okay. Uh, coming up yeah. at 18 after the key, hour. That man you talking about the one who called the key to his car? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm talking about the one she married. What? Oh. Okay. <laughs> she oh. put sugar in <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that, Michelle. We're going to talk about yours, too. All right. Uh, the butterfly or or oatmeal oh, is up next. Oatmeal day. Is, it o- is it oatmeal day? Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Coming up, we got the butterfly blog. Wait a minute. I don't know who it is. Is it butterfly or the oatmeal? I don't know. Somebody going to come huh? here and tell us what happened. <laughs> Already, hey, look at you. I want to say good morning to everybody else. <laughs> Carly Shirley, uh, a junior, and uh, the one and only, the king himself. Hey, y'all, I want to say good morning, good morning, oh, good morning. Oh, what's up, boy? Hey, up here doing my part, I just, just notice here, when I come in on Tuesday, Thursday, just notice here, this ain't, this is not considered a butterfly blog. That is not what uh, I'm attached to. I'm just say that right now. Oh. Okay, this... Yeah, this here right here is the, is the bling bling. That we do, do it like that there. We before what I ain't finna do be a butterfly. Nah. <laughs> so, uh, look at here today. Today my blog is about a. Uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, it, uh, but you said oh, oh, it ain't the butterfly blog. It's the bling bling blog. It's the bling bling blog. I, I already say, uh, say this right here. What 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 I what I'm what my blog is is the sexy chick I lad. The sexy. Check out last. So, yeah, when you at the grocery store, what I'm looking for is a store of sexy check out last. So, same way they got people got uh, 15 items a list. Like this here. So, <laughs> yes. If, if you sexy, in it get in the sexy check out last. Now, you already know. If your mm-hmm. ass ugly, you know not to be in the sexy <laughs> check out last. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, what we would like to do with most of these uh, grocery stores or whatever, get in the sexy chick I land if you sexy, and uh, you let them know you got there from the oatmeal bling bling blog. Baby, you in the sexy chick I land. If you know you're on a scale of uh, one to ten, if you know you uh-huh. ain't nowhere near a seven, you know damn well not to be in the sexy chick I land. That's all I'm saying. That's the blog for the day. This ain't hard. This ain't hard. Just blog and get on out of here. Yeah, so, what are the requirements, it, though? Well, I mean, I know to be sexy, but like what? Like, what do I have to look like? Like, you and Coley are sexy ladies. I can see y'all in the sexy chick I land. Oh, thank All right. you. Yeah, Here's some lady to be rolling up in there with Monica, some flip-flops oh, on in the Monica supermarket. Get in it too. Uh, oatmeal. Oh yeah, Monica can show get in. Mississippi <laughs> Monica, baby. Mississippi Monica. Now, now she, 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 she low body up top, but in the but uh, on the bottom though. She already can't be yeah. <laughs> She the bottom oh, make up for the top. What? <laughs> low, low body up top. Low body. That's what I thought he said. <laughs> 
Yeah, but you know, oatmeal, 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 I'm out. <laughs> so, just, just, work, help me with my life now. You don't understand who who been guiding me all this time. So help me. <laughs> I just want to let y'all know this oatmeal with with the bling bling blog. Love y'all. Yeah. Uh, how's the butterfly? You talk to the butterfly oatmeal? I have it right here. Did y'all like that? Y'all yeah, like that? Did. That oh, was right. good to you all. Uh-huh. It was outstanding. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you? That sucked. It was terrible. <laughs> You didn't sit here, man, pumped him up like he all in the bling, bling blog and got people standing in line at a damn uh, grocery store. This what you want on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Mr. Steve Harvey. Who, who write a blog about standing in line at the doggone grocery store? You, that's what you want. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody liking what I did is is not new to harming nobody. I ain't got nobody putting on no halter tops. All, all I'm saying is, stand in line if you sexy. Stand over here with your idols. That's all I'm saying. But <laughs> you know, Thank you, man. We'll be right back with more of the bling bling blog. Bling bling my ass. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. According to a survey by Vault.com, 50% of all workers have had an office romance. 20% of those surveyed said they think about dating a co-worker is cool. Um, they think dating a co-worker is cool, even if that co-worker is a boss. Have you ever dated a co-worker or your boss? Did you keep your relationship hidden or did other people at the office know? 877-29-STEVE. 877-29-STEVE. Um, All right, here's our question of the week. (laughs) This is a good one, too. Have you ever dated a co-worker or your boss? Uh, Like 50% of all workers have had an office romance, so we want to know, have you ever dated someone at the office, and did you keep that relationship hidden, or did other people know at the office? Let's go to the phones. Let's go to line 7 and talk to Joy out of Nevada. Joy? Hi. Good morning. Hello, Joy. How are you? How are you, darling? I am amazing. Thank you for asking. I just want you guys to know I love you so much. Thank you, Joy. Uh, I was the program manager, program director at the Blind Center of Nevada. And part yeah, wait, of wait, my... Wait, 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 at the what? Uh, this is where I shine. At the, mm-hmm. blind, the, the Blind Center of Nevada. Her. Okay. Is you blind? Are you blind? No. <laughs> Are you, no, I'm are, not. Are she blind? <laughs> oh, no. Jesus, no. <laughs> well, that was perfect. I'm kidding. That's perfect. <laughs> Execution was outstanding. <laughs> oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> okay, well, Back go ahead, Joy. <laughs> so, so part of my job duties were to uh, recruit and also conduct intakes for new members. Uh-huh. So there was a gentleman that I did intake for, and probably I would say maybe... A month or so after he started coming to the blind center, um, he began to pursue me and little subtle flirts here and there and whatever. And I just never really gave it the time or the day because I did kind of tell myself that I one thing I would never do was date a member of the blind center. So 
So, so uh, how did he get you? Was he using like real tricky lines, like "You look so beautiful"? He he did, but but he's not he's not totally blind. He's he's legally blind, but he's not totally blind. What is so the he, he, Excuse me. Meaning, what that means is that, according to the American Disabilities Act, if you have a certain amount of vision, sometimes you are categorized as completely, which is where you have no vision at all. Or where you have some of your vision, so you're not you're not you're not blind enough to be considered totally blind, but you are blind enough to be considered legally blind, which means you cannot hold a driver's license and you have to walk with a cane if need be. Could he see you a little bit? Actually, you can see me quite a bit. Yes. Joy, you know you called him to this ignorant show, right? I, I already know. Now, if you start running know. up into people, you know, it's easy to get on the ground and find your uh, damn contact. But when you got to look for your retina. <laughs> Steve! That's a double loss. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, Was dog. he blind enough to get a dog? dog boy. You don't know service, though. These, these C&I dogs. No, he's, yeah. he doesn't, he's not blind enough to have a, a service dog. Okay. No, so I asked for a answer. CNI dog. That's what a CNI dog. No, a service dog is like when you sick and it can tell you get sick and he starts barking <laughs> and running his <laughs> help. Lassie <laughs> was a like, service like... <laughs> I need a dog to know how to read a damn traffic light across the street help me fall down off his curves and stuff get me up on this bus. So embarrassed. Yeah, I need I'm... a CNI dog because my retinas is detached. <laughs> I apologize, uh, Joy. No need to apologize. It's okay. Let me ask you something. Can you see? I can. I'm I'm completely, I'm totally sighted. I have no no vision whatsoever. So you slept with the dude that couldn't see? I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I slept with him after we married. We got married. Oh, y'all married? What? What? The ending to this story. What? What What if they went on a blind date? But I guess they did. <laughs> yeah, they went on a blind date. <laughs> and she didn't have to fix herself up at all. <laughs> he can see. She said, oh, oh my God, he's just with legally her blind. In her head. They no on base, nothing. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, Joy, I'm glad it turned out. A uh, happy ending for you, and thanks for calling, okay? Thank you. You guys have an awesome day. Hey, y'all, when we come back from the break, uh, 48 after the hour, Tommy the King is in the building of the prank phone call. We're going to let him match. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got Strawberry Letter, but come on, fool. Let me jump right on in here, Unc. Uh, this here is a wedding and a funeral. Wedding and a funeral. Hello, this is Ryan. Hi, I'm trying to, uh, Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm good. Who am I speaking to? This is Josh. Josh over at the, I'm one of the officials at the church where you guys are, are getting married tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, how you doing, man? I want to thank y'all for that, too, man. 
We will appreciate it. Good, good. Well, we definitely hope to make you a member here sooner or later since you guys are getting married, you know? Hey, man, you know, I'm trying to get this work schedule changed up. You know what I'm saying? They got me working on Sundays now, man. So uh, soon as I, I tweak that and move that around a little bit, I'll be there. Okay, listen, we have a, a bit of a situation that's come up. We had some problems and, and uh, miscommunication, and, and it's definitely been on our side. Uh, they had your name, Ryan, down here with your phone number as well as your, your soon-to-be wife, Sonya. They had her name here, but we, we didn't want to call her with this. We wanted to just uh, reach out and, and talk to you and see if it just make you aware of what was going on, okay? What's, what's going on, man? There's been a mix-up on, on scheduling. I don't know if you know, Sister Ola makes she passed away a week ago. Okay. Uh, and you're not you're not a member of the church, so you wouldn't know her. But she's one of the one of the oldest uh, members here at the church. Sister Ola May passed away. And uh, what's going on is you all's wedding is tomorrow at twelve o'clock, right? But the actual funeral is at three o'clock here at the church. Okay. Uh, what's your name again, brother? What? Josh. Josh. Okay. Look here, brother Josh. Um, Hey, man, we, we, we already got this thing in motion, man. We didn't send out damn near 200 invitations, man. I mean, God bless us. And I understand that, but, but, but I mean, you know, she, well, there's no way we could have moved it around. Now, the biggest problem, the funeral home is bringing the casket first thing in the morning. So what I, what I wanted to make you aware of, and I, I don't want you to tell your wife this, but the actual casket will be in the sanctuary, but we will have it cuffed. Hold, hold, hold up, man. Are you serious? Now, look here, man. Y'all need to move this round. I don't know what y'all going to do. If y'all have a fellowship hall in the back or something like that. We uh, 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 Ryan, the only place we can actually put the casket, in, if we didn't put it there, is in the actual room that your, your soon-to-be wife would be changing in. That's the only oh, place. Man, you about your mind. My wife ain't fixing to change no room with no dead body. Are you kidding me? And, and you know what? I understood that. That's the first thing I thought of. And that's what I said. Let's just put the casket where it goes for the funeral. And we're going to cover it up. And see, basically, you actually get in. Wow. I can't even believe you called me with this man. Look here. And excuse my French, man. Yeah, I know I need to get back in the church. I really do. But right now, Doug, this ain't going down like this, man. Now, we didn't okay. we already pay the money. And first of all, first of all, you know, she shouldn't. I don't even feel like she even had to, 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 to pay. You know, to, to hold no wedding over at her church where she paid tithes at. That's that's the first thing. You know, I ain't like that from the jump. But I went ahead and went with it because she want her pastor to marry us. And now you got the nerd to tell me that y'all we arranged that a funeral gonna happen the same day as my wedding, and my wife got to get dressed in the room with a dead body. Well, no, we we not gonna put her in that room. I, like I say, I put, I'm putting that body first thing in the morning. I'm gonna put that body. In the, uh, right there in front of the uh, pulpit, and we're going to cover it. Now, what you're getting out of this, you get more flowers, because there's going to be flowers from the funeral. So I'm thinking that's probably going to be a little bit of a perk for you. I just wanted you to be aware that there's probably going to be more people than you think, because some of the people that's going to be at your wedding is really for the funeral. Hey, hey, uh, hold, hold up, man. Are you serious right now, man? Uh, look here, Doc. I didn't pay for this wedding that happened at this church, man, okay? Ain't, and no disrespect to the lady that has passed, God bless her family. I ain't playing to not put no dead body having no funeral at my wedding, man. That's crazy. What the wrong with y'all down there? She's a member of the church, too, sir. She's a member of the church, too. I don't, hey, I don't give a about her being no member of the church, man. I done paid for this wedding, and it's going to happen tomorrow, man. You not fixing to put no dead body at my wedding. What the mind? 
Mr. Ryan, Mr. Ryan, I mean no disrespect, but the woman has passed. She is not going to get up. Hey, I mean, what, what is the problem? The problem is your called me with this man the day before my wedding, and we didn't schedule this six months ago. You got to spend twenty five, thirty thousand dollars on this wedding, okay? And are you going to tell me that we got to share our wedding with a funeral? What the hell is wrong with you, man? Look, let me ask you something. Do you want to have your wedding at this church? I paid for the. And like, what you mean? Well, I'm having the wedding. Okay, I tell you what. Let that body be up in the barn. I'm rolling the right out the street. Y'all gonna sit out there in the front and and and, and throw flowers while throwing rice. But we gonna have a wedding inside that sanctuary tomorrow. I promise you that. Sir, I can't. I cannot assure you that it won't be. As I have no other place to put the body. Okay. Well, I, I bet y'all find somewhere to put it. If I get that tomorrow, it's a body in there. It's gonna be a couple of bodies in there. And I ain't. You got two choices to move that funeral or to reimburse me back this $30,000 out an hour to spend. Those are the only two choices I want to hear about. Meet me at the front door tonight with a $30,000 cashier check. Oh, we say to have this wedding up in there tomorrow morning. You heard me? I ain't playing. I ain't playing at all. No jokes. What the is wrong with y'all, man? You can do I, something I, I, else, I, man. Listen, hey, I understand hey, that. Listen, sir. I don't, don't want to hear no more from you, man. Now, all I'm saying is it's going to be a wedding at this church tomorrow without the dead body. That's all okay, I'm saying. Push right. the Ryan, the bank, man. Ryan, hey, I, there's, there's, there's one more a bit of an issue that I need to tell you also. What the can be worse than a dead body? What issue can be worse than a dead body at my wedding, man? And the issue, sir, that is worse than a dead body is, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your best man, Jeff, got me to prank phone call you. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, You know what, man? The best man about to get the best whooping he can possibly get, man. I ain't playing these then got me the day before. Uh, oh, yeah, this is to get the best beat down possible, man. I'm telling you. Hey, one more question. What's the baddest radio show in the land, Ryan? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, babe. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's that time. Um, buckle up, hold on tight. Strawberry letter. Subject: How to put your man on blast about being a liar. Oh no. Hmm. I read the book, and of course, I loved it. I've been dating a guy for a year, and of course, in the early stages, it's all good. Then I started demanding that we start doing more things than just him coming to my house, more often than going to his. See, he lives about one hour, give or take. I've been to his house, but we didn't stay. We stayed at a hotel, but the city was doing work on the street, hot water gone, gas off. The thing is, he asked me to move. Then I told him I would. He claims he wants to get married. But now I think about it, if it was the serious, if it was that serious, he would have already asked, right? We haven't spent any holidays together. He always comes the next day with the excuse I had to work my second job, the kid's mother just dropped them off, or my family kidnapped me. So I wait a couple of days and ask, so what what did you and the kids do? Then, oh, they left with their mother. I went to sleep. Oh, and he went to sleep, I guess she's saying. He told me he had been divorced for about a year, but more and more, I don't believe him. So should I ask him a date of divorce or ask to see the papers, or should I just leave it alone? 
I mean, you know, you can ask for a date of divorce. You can ask to see the papers. But bottom line, this man is married. Okay, wake up. I, I mean, you know, you said that um, you read and love Steve's book. Well, remember the part in Steve's book about getting to know the man, about asking certain questions before, you know, you give out the cookie and all that. Well, obviously, you've done none of this. And... Uh, there's some major clues in this letter. In a year of dating, he only came to your house. You went to his house but didn't stay. And then you went to a hotel instead. I mean, didn't you find that kind of odd, rather strange? You know, you don't spend any holidays together. He comes over the day after. He is so married, this man. You know, that's a major clue. No holidays, all of that. So, so so what are you doing on holidays? Sitting at home, waiting on him to call you? I mean, come on. Yes, he's lying to you. Forget what he says. It's about what he does. This man is just married, and you deserve so much better. Clues are all in this letter, Steve. Um, How to put your man on blast about being a liar. That's going to be tough. Yes. So- so many men just gonna be hard. I just, oh, man, just f- forgive me on this one. Yeah, just stay with me on this. Um, it, ladies, um, yeah, is it is it really all the time that your man is lying, or is it you don't want to just trust and believe the truth about yourself and what you already know? Mm-hmm. See, sometimes it don't necessarily have to be a lie. See, so okay, let, I'm going to walk you through this one. Now, this one right here, ladies, I'm going to tell you, we finna have a few problems. I already know. Because what I'm finna share with you now, you probably ain't going to like it again, but here go the deal, though. Okay. Um, the early stages of the relationship is good. Then you started demanding that we started doing more things than just him coming to your house. Uh... He lives about an hour away. Uh, You've been to his house, but you didn't stay. You stayed at a hotel. You say, but the city was doing work on the street. Hot water gone, gas off. On the whole street. On the weekend, you there. And who tear that street up on weekends? I'm I'm just asking, you know, do we doing we doing we not doing math, we doing arithmetic right here. <laughs> we doing one plus one uh. is okay. Now you stay at a hotel. Uh, the thing is, he asked me to move, and I told him I would, and he claims he wants to get married. But now I think about it, was he that serious? If he was serious, he would have already asked, right? No, not necessarily true. <laughs> You know, um, sometimes women oftentimes want to get married long before the guy asks. So you can't use that. That can't be your thought process. We haven't spent any holidays together. He always comes the next day with the excuse, I had to work my second job. The kid's mother just dropped him off and my family kidnapped me. What? Okay. Now, here's the part that I want women to get. This is the truth about every single living man. This is how we are. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Let's go. A man prioritizes everything. We put everything 
on a list of importance and in the order that it is important to us. I don't care who he is or what he tell you. What matters to us, we list it in our mind. And that's how we go about taking business, taking care of business. So, ladies, if you feel in second, it's usually because you are second. Wow. Now, that ain't always a bad thing. If you just you just need to know what you second to. Okay. Now, if you second to the job, you got to understand that. Now, that's important what you just said yeah. right there. See, yeah. don't just always think because mm-hmm. you second something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I got you want to be first, and you got every right to want that. Uh-huh. But if a man trying to get his money right, you finna be second to that. Okay. Please understand that because that's too critical to us to determine who we are. I like that. So now, mm-hmm. know that he prioritizes. Now, when we come back... I'm going to show you how to read the priority list that men make, and you determine if the priority is legitimate or not. Wow. How's that for a strawberry letter for you today? <laughs> we'll feel be back. Me? <laughs> feel me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, 18 okay. after. We'll be back. I got more on this strawberry letter right after this. Don't go nowhere. Stupid. This strawberry letter. All right, here we go. Uh, folks, this lady right here uh, knows something is going on, but she don't know what. Uh, her man doesn't doesn't spend enough time with her. She says all he do is come to her house. She can't go to his house. When he go over there, they stay in a hotel because hot water and gas is off all the time. And um, never sees the man on holidays and uh, says just because of his second job, the kid's mother is just dropped the family off and they kidnapped me. I can't spend no time, but he show up a couple of days later. He says he's been divorced about a year. The lady's starting to say she don't believe him. Uh, should she ask for a date of divorce or see if the papers are intact for the divorce or should I just leave it alone? Ma'am, uh, women all the time ignore the one God-given gift that he's given to all women and that's intuition. What I was saying before, here's what you can know about Oh, about the priority sure. list. Mm-hmm. Men always prioritize everything. And if you're feeling second, ladies, it's usually because you are second. Now, being second ain't a bad thing. It just depends on what you second to. See, I like that. See, if you got to be second to the job, you have to understand it. As bad as you want to be number one. But please let me help you understand something. Until a man gets his finances in order, Mm -hmm. till he gets his direction clear about who he is, then you can forget him being to you what you need to be because he first has to fulfill himself, and he going to do that first. Now, as wrong as that may sound, he has got to get that in order. So, ladies, those of you that's feeling like you second to a man's job, please understand, but this is how you determine if you are second to a job because here's the fact about us that a lot of y'all don't know. Okay. A man tries to make more money so he can be more. Hmm. We make more so we can be more. Real Here cool. is the thing about money that a lot of people do not understand. Money allows you to be more of who you really are. So if your man truly has ah. a second job, he is making more money so he can be more to somebody. Now, if you ain't seeing him on the holidays, 
and you ain't going nowhere except he coming to your house. He's making the extra money to be more to who? Well, it damn sure ain't you. <laughs> it's not you. So now, once again, we're doing arithmetic. One and one is two. Maybe them kids is living better. Maybe the kids' mama living better. Somebody living better because <laughs> of the two jobs. But it ain't you, though. So now you're not only second to the job. You second to the kids and the <sighs> ex-wife. And now you in third. Probably four. I think he's still married. Probably fifth. <laughs> All right. Today's letter is posted on steveharvey.com. Uh <laughs> so crazy, Steve. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at MyGirlShirley. Now, coming up after the break at 34 after the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. And then we'll have some more highlights from the game last night. Gonzaga versus North Carolina. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in 15 minutes, our financial contributor to the show, Patrice Washington, will be here. She's going to discuss National Equal Pay Day. Women's salaries are still playing catch-up to men's. What? Hey, crazy. Well, I don't, you know, women's salaries might be playing catch-up to men, but my wife is spending the majority of my money. <laughs> I think she up. You think she up? Yeah. Just and keep I think making most it, wives Steve. Is up that have me in too. So congratulations, ladies. They might not be paying y'all, but y'all show sure getting it on the other. Congratulations. <laughs> we got a lot going on today. The men's championship game was last night. That was a great game. Great game. We got some highlights for you. Hicks, one in the drive on Williams. Puts it that? up. Oh wow! That's what you need from that guy. Big time, palm, hold, deliver. Comes in, blocked what? by Meeks. Buried up ahead to Jackson, and he takes it down for the five-point lead. No timeouts, Gonzaga is stolen, and North Carolina's fouled with seven seconds to go. A game-deciding sequence, and this year the confetti is going to fall for North Carolina. They're not going to be denied this time. Congratulations to uh, finals champ, North Carolina, Tar Heels. What's up, baby? Uh, then we're going to have the latest on the 85 bridge collapse. A crackhead burned it down. Oh, in Atlanta? Oh, that is the wildest story, oh man. <laughs> uh, they were down there uh, smoking pipes and burned a whole a whole city that came to a halt. Yeah. Man, they had that brother on camera. I went, damn, dog. <laughs> we, don't, we might well free him. Yeah, what we gonna do to him? What? what? <laughs> you gonna can't come take up. that from him. Yeah, he in jail. He got place stay now. Yeah, yeah. He got <laughs> housing. He, he got housing, food. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he came up. Man, You're I saw the dress a damn, bro. Boy, this the worst thing could happen to the city. Probably the best thing could happen to you. And you're going to be able to go cold turkey and get off drugs. <laughs> you didn't came up. What a story. Yo, you been to rehab, don't even know it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here she is. Please welcome to the show the lovely, the talented, our very own Miss Ann Tripp. 
<laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Steve. I love the way he introduces me. Sounds like somebody big. I like that. Good morning, everybody. This is Andrew with the news, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, sweethearts. Good morning, everybody. You know, this is real big. The Senate Judiciary Committee has approved Neil Gorsuch's Supreme Court nomination and sent it to the full Senate for a final vote sometime this week. Now, the vote was strictly along party lines, so it appears to move the full Senate toward a partisan showdown later this week when the final vote is taken. Now, Democrats say they have enough votes to filibuster Gorsuch's confirmation. Senate yeah. Republican leader Mitch McConnell says he's not shy. This is a new low, but not entirely surprising, given that the Democratic leader announced before the nomination was even made that it was hard for him to imagine a nominee this president would nominate that he could support. Of course, Mitch McConnell led his party into not even considering President Obama's choice for the high court slot, refusing to even allow a courtesy call from former President Obama's Mm -hmm. nominee for almost a year. And Democrats say that was like a year filibustering. A Democratic Mm -hmm. Senate leader, Chuck Schumer, is calling on Republicans to come up with a nominee that all sides can support. Georgia Governor Nathan Deal says he's looking for more money from the federal government to help repair a heavily traveled section of I-85 that collapsed last week due to a fire. It was a 350-foot section of concrete and steel. The blaze allegedly caused by an admitted crack addict named 39-year-old Basil Ellaby. He's also homeless, by the way. Ellaby faces charges of first-degree arson and criminal damage to property, so he's in jail. I guess he's getting three hots in a cot now. Fifty years ago today, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. delivered a strong takedown of America's military invention in Vietnam. Time comes when silence is betrayal. I speak as a child of God and brother to the suffering poor of Vietnam. That was delivered at Harlem's Riverside Church April 4th, 1967. On April 4th, 1968, Dr. King was assassinated. Today's National Vitamin C Day. It's National Hug a News Person Day. Yeah, it really is. It's also National Rat Day. I think that has something to do with it. And National Guardian Angels Day. Good morning. This is Ann Tripp, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Give us All right. Hug. Thank you, Miss Ann. Now, when we come back from the break at 48 after the hour, our financial contributor, Patrice Washington, will be here. She's going to discuss women's salaries are still playing catch up to men's salaries. Hmm. It is National Equal Pay Day, ladies. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, as promised, our financial contributor, Patrice Washington, along with Shirley and Carl, is going to discuss uh, National Equal Pay Day. Hey, our financial contributor, Patrice Washington, is here uh, to help uh, bring awareness to a National Equal Pay Day. Women earn less on average than men. They must work harder for the same amount of pay, and the wage gap is even greater for most women of color. Shirley Carl and our financial contributor, Patrice Washington, are here to discuss this. Good morning, Patrice. Uh, take it away, Shirley. You got it. Good morning. (laughs) Finally, someone who's speaking our language, who's standing up for the women, the sisterhood. Uh, (laughs) Morning, Patrice. As Steve mentioned, today is National Equal Pay Day nationwide uh, to highlight how wages differ between men and women. And joining us this morning is our resident financial expert. We have to give you the proper introduction, Patrice, and best-selling <laughs> author. She is joining us to talk a bit about National Equal Pay Day and to introduce her I Can Earn More movement. Let's find out more. Please welcome to the show our friend, our financial guru, the one and only Miss Patrice Washington. Thank Good you. morning, Thank Patrice. You, Good morning, Carla. Good morning, Shirley. Look. 
I'm trying not to um, jump, Wait, we, like jump Patrice, through the phone here. Patrice, yeah. Patrice, speak louder for us, please. Yeah, can you hear yeah. me now? Uh huh. Yes. We can hear you. Okay, I think it's because I'm so pumped up. I just came yeah. off Twitter where I saw mm-hmm. a bunch of men tweeting about the fact that equal pay day is a myth and it's not real. <laughs> so I'm a little ticked off. <laughs> Be that. I yeah, women, we're right with you. <laughs> yeah, I work with women every day who mm-hmm. will come and tell me that they know for a fact that the male who has the same job title as them is getting paid more. That if they're a woman of color, they know that um, a majority woman is getting paid more money for the exact same job title or same mm-hmm. job duties. So Absolutely. this is not a myth. This is real. And this translates into women essentially earning 77% of what her male counterpart earns for similar positions. And if she's a woman of color, that percentage mm-hmm. decreases. So I'm, I'm ticked mm-hmm. off about it. And yeah. everyone uh, should be. You, you let me find out that uh, Junior and Tommy and Steve are getting put. Well, Steve, okay. <laughs> I'm getting ready to tell you, uh, Steve does get paid more than we do, surely. Tommy and Junior uh, get paid more than us. Oh, ooh, it's going to be on after that. All right, today is National Equal Pay Day, Patrice. Now, is this a fairly new national day? What exactly does it symbolize? How, how can we, you know, take advantage of this to the fullest, Patrice? What today symbolizes is the day where a woman will finally make what a male made December 31st, 2016. So essentially what this day is saying that a woman had to work another three months and some change into the Uh next year to make what a man made on average last year by the end of last year. And so... What causes this disparity is the fact that a lot of people will say, and this is why they say there's a myth. Well, women choose lower paying jobs. Men choose riskier careers. And they attribute the wage gap to differences in the amount of work experience, which could be true because we also are out of the workforce more because usually we leave to have children for a period. Yes, thank you. We take care of our parents. But that only accounts for 60 to 75 percent of the pay gap. And what Mm -hmm. I really wanted to do was address the 25 to 40 percent, where the research says that women are also not asking for more. We're not negotiating our salaries. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are Mm -hmm. taking the first salary offered to us. But what happens is over the course of our career, we could Mm -hmm. lose $530,000, up to $800,000 if we do not start negotiating earlier, which is why I created the Earn More Money Movement for Women. Let's talk about that, Patrice. You have launched the I Will Earn More movement at ICanEarnMore.com. Tell us about it. You hear the music, but tell us about the I Will Earn More movement. We want to get involved. The first part of the movement is about taking the pledge because this is Mm -hmm. a mindset. As women, we have to have the mindset that we are bold and confident and worthy of what we want. And so Mm -hmm. the first part is about taking a pledge. One of the things is I commit to giving myself permission to ask for more every time I'm offered less than what I'm worth or what I truly want. And Mm -hmm. once you make that commitment and take the pledge, then I introduce Mm -hmm. you to 20 action steps to help you do that. 
Okay. I love it. Again, go to ICanEarnMore.com and take the pledge today. We got to get our money, ladies. We got to get those checks coming in. We got to get those coins, okay? (laughs) ICanEarnMore.com. Take the pledge today. Patrice, it's always a pleasure. You always enlighten us, Mm -hmm. uh, get our pockets and our our handbags and our purses uh, ready to be filled up with cash. We love you, girl. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, now, according to a survey by Vault.com, 50% of all workers have had an office romance. That's over half of all workers, okay? 27% of those surveyed said they think dating a coworker is cool, even if that coworker is a boss. Have you ever dated? This is a question of the week now. Have you ever dated a coworker or your boss? Did you keep your relationship hidden, or did other people at the office know? Yeah, and the ones I did not damn sure try. <laughs> he, yeah. he it wasn't from lack of effort. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of um. I mean, you know, people are, are offices are filled with attractive people. They have to have jobs, as you know, and they have something. And you're common. attracted, yeah, you're attracted to people at your job. That's common, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. common, yeah. common. Right, Carla, who married one of our coworkers. Mm. Wow, really? That other dude, she keyed his car to a show. She was a boss too. Yeah, I wasn't oh. his boss. I was not my husband's boss. We worked in two different departments. Oh. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it a yeah, secret, Carla? You was his boss, though, right? She's no, I wasn't. Was it a secret? Yes. It, we thought it was a secret. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everybody in the yeah, office yeah. knew. Till yeah. walked by and saw him when he had your ass mashed up against that cop. <laughs> <laughs> Carla. Carla, is that when they found out? In the break room. Yeah. Hey, Carla, he had your ass mashed up against the copy. They look in the break room. You had his ass mashed up against the refrigerator. I hate you. I hate this question. 877-29, Steve. Call the coffee us. machine. It just kept going. Yeah. Uh, did y'all, they was on the floor. Yeah, I thought it was a secret, though, but. But folks knew. When we announced mm-hmm. we were engaged, everybody said, we know. We knew about it. Yeah. <laughs> about like, time. <laughs> like, yeah, we know. The whole office was at our wedding. They knew. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Up. Here's the question of the week. Uh, oh. do, do you find someone at your job attractive? Have you dated someone, uh, your boss perhaps at your job? Did you keep the relationship hidden? Did you hide it or did you tell people? 877-29-STEVE. Line 8, Eric out of Iowa. Eric? How you doing today? Good, good. What's your story, E? Oh, man. I, uh, well, actually, I was working at two different places, a Pizza Hut and a, uh, a Burger King. And the Pizza Hut I was working at, the manager is now the mother of my oldest child. And the pit, the Burger King I was working at, the manager is now the mother of my two middle children. Wow. Put pepperoni Eric? on that first one, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it was like I mean we didn't I I didn't hide it you know I didn't I didn't really care who seen it I was just you know I seen something I liked and I went for it. Yeah, now this was where now at what type of place? I was the first one was Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. She was a manager I was a worker and the second one was Burger King again she was a manager I was a worker. So you ain't really there for fast food you just in there for fast moves. 
<laughs> I got paid in action, so I wasn't really tripping, you know? Yeah, I'm telling you, people at Wendy's need to watch out. <laughs> Wendy's and Burger King on alert. Here he come. He coming and he making babies. <laughs> where, you, where you work at now? Well, right now I'm actually standing outside a film service trying to apply as we speak. Where? I'm standing outside a temp agency right now for the apply oh. as we speak. Oh, Man, wow. going to be that temporary. Well, at least he'll work. G- give him that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No problem with that. I'll I, I work <laughs> anywhere. In the words of my grandmother, if you got a problem working, you got a problem living. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you take care of your kids, Eric? Yes, ma'am. All four of them. I got four girls. Oh, wow. Man. Wow. It's good to have a father. You open you up a pizza life. hamburger place. You, are, you already know what you're doing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. You know I know how to cook. I get down in the kitchen too. Oh, for <laughs> you just at home. <laughs> two. Uh huh. You heard that too. Got it. Kitchen in the bedroom floor. Kitchen. If you bedroom. work your magic at that temp agency, you really won't have to go get no job. They just send you a check if you hit the right one over there. What you think? Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty one in here too. I'm gonna go. Oh goodness. <laughs> go ahead, man. <laughs> Don't like listen to him, Eric. Why not? He ain't steering me wrong yet. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I like people way more stupid than me, man. <laughs> All right. Okay. Nothing to so add, uh, Steve? Supervisors. Huh? Yeah. Nothing well, to add, Steve? To, to no, Eric? not really. I'm just going to let that one go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you draw on the line. To yeah. Protection, maybe? I don't know. I know. Safe sex behavior. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate you. I have a blessed one. All right. Man. You too. Hope you get the job. Yeah, congratulations, I hope I do man. Too. I need it. He's going to be a father as soon as he get hired. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just tell him congratulations now. We can just move on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after the hour, we come back. Motown and Def Jam up next. Uh, inner office relationship. Oh, boy. <laughs> we need to get in on the question of the day. Are you with me, Deacon? I am right here with you, Pastor. Have you ever had a relationship? Mm-hmm. With someone that you work with. Yes, I have. Sister Gertrude. Yes, I have. Let me just say that. <laughs> well, go ahead, Deacon. Confess. Ah, uh, Sister Gertrude Jolivet that works up at the front of the church on uh, Wednesdays when um, the regular secretary is not here. We have okay. had uh, a moment on Wednesday being hump day, Pastor. Oh, okay, and then let me say that I have been with Sister Pearlene Patterson, head of the Usher board, on several occasions myself. Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, we uh, got involved. We were both wearing white gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn, Deacon. Sister Jamila Wilkinson, do you remember her? She used to lead the song in the uh, choir. And one day we actually uh, 
had a robe exposing uh, relationship. Mm. De-robing, I should say. Mm. Now. And then I'd like to uh, point out a relationship I had with Sister Dashiell McAfee. <laughs> Dashiell McAfee uh-huh. <laughs> was the woman that hid all the Easter eggs for the kids on Easter egg hunt, and she was bent over hiding the egg, and I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. Crazy. Uh, I don't know if you remember, she sells uh, cakes and pies after church. Uh, Yagandalin, Sister Yagandalin Wilson, do you remember her? Uh-huh. Yes. Well, there was a moment where I didn't have my money for my pies. But I paid in other ways, if you understand what I'm saying. Whoa. Sister, you got me. Also, there was one opportunity I had with Sister Fraudline Wilkerson. (laughs) What? What's her name? (laughs) We was at the car wash raising money for the building fund. I had just pulled up in my Cadillac, and her T-shirt was wet. Uh-huh. Uh, that was the very first uh, wet T-shirt contest ever thrown by the church. <laughs> and she was leaning over with the sponge, washing the hood of my car, and I was on the inside. And Lord have mercy, them doorknobs was mashed up against the window. Walk me through it, baby. I rolled the window down and started on the doorknobs. Go! Your turn, Go ahead, yes. Uh, Sister uh, Lexa Sadis, Sister Lexa Sadis, Pastor, uh, used to work in the, um, uh, I'm sorry, Sheridan, Sister Lexa Sadis. She worked in the uh, car in the parking ministry. Right. Parking lot ministry. Uh-huh. And one day, Pastor, we cracked that uh, trunk on one of them cars and laid back there. But the problem was is that the trunk closed on us. Oh, but lo and behold, mm-mm-mm. other than her head being pressed up against the spare tire, we had a great moment. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, also the last one in our African outreach ministry. Yes, That's sir. That's we've been doing yes. for quite a while. African outreach ministry. I had flew into the Sudan. <laughs> and I met Mershonda Buganda from Rwanda. What? <laughs> I said I met Mershonda Buganda from Rwanda. Yeah. And we had an affair at the Rwanda Hotel. Come on here. That's where I met Don Cheetah <laughs> and took a picture with Don Cheetah. What do you and the fine the dark-skinned chick in the background, that's uh-huh. her. Uh-huh. Now tell me you wouldn't have done it. I'd have done everything you just did. These are office affairs that we've had and come to a confessionary form at the church, won't you? Won't you join us today in reminiscing, going down in the words of Minnie Ripperton, back down memory lane. Uh I thought I saw a photograph. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Come on. 877-29, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 34 minutes after the hour on this uh, Tuesday. 
time for these back to back jams. Back to back. Come on, cat. Let's go. Y'all, when we come back, uh, we got time for just one more thing. We didn't have a full day today. Oh, we did. We're going to wrap oh, it up and talk crazy it out. crazy day. <laughs> talk it out. Talk it out. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. Uh, we back 48 minutes after the hour. We come back. We got time for just one more thing. Ask me what the one more thing going to be. What's the one more thing going to be? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> This is what it is, Steve. When you're looking for a boost in the bedroom, it could be as close as your next meal. Here's some foods now. These are foods that can help you spice up your sex life. You ready? Yeah. We already heard about oysters. And the reason uh, oysters are good for your sex life is because they've got a lot of zinc. And if men are low in zinc... You know how many of them you got to eat? I didn't try it. <laughs> you tried? <laughs> oh, you tried the oyster <laughs> thing <laughs> as an aphrodisiac? I need a whole jar of them damn oysters. I ain't done a damn thing for All right, maybe you like this one. Salmon. Uh, it's packed with omega-3s that help keep the blood flowing like it should, you know, keep your energy up, mm. all of that. Steak, mm. high in iron. Tell me you like steak. It's high in iron. It helps your stress and energy levels. What'd you say? I had to cut back on steak, but yeah. On steak, yeah. But in, anyway, it's no, high I in didn't. iron. I just up my steak intake. My blood type requires more meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. I don't fish, but I do really well on meat. Other good sources of iron are nuts, eggs, broccoli, and cereal, just so you'll know. And asparagus. The B vitamins in asparagus help with your uh, circulation. So just so you know that, okay? Yeah, but when you go to the bathroom, that asparagus is something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Woo! It it does something through your pH to your pH balance or something. No, I do something to your pee. <laughs> yeah, that's what he do. That's what I'm talking about. You were about to say it. About the eight. Anyway, I was trying to be discreet. I know. Anyway, yeah. I know. This boy can't with this crowd. Damn the pH. But I tell you what, you be standing there. You be standing there when it come back up on you, your knees buckle. You think you're sick or something. Yeah. You think you're peeing in a public outhouse. <laughs> you ever stepped in one of them construction toilets, them little porta potties? No. And I, just I would rather pee on mm-hmm. yourself? I, I can't. Dog, I don't know who uses the bathroom in a porta potty. Mm-mm. I mean, have to use oh. it, use it. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, that's crazy. No. There's no way I'm finna sit in this box. Nuh-uh. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, on it's, that it's, seat. I right in my truck. <laughs> Before a porta potty, <laughs> right in my truck, right there in my truck. Hell oh, yeah, <laughs> dog. I, I, I use a McDonald's one. cup first. Anything but that. Yeah, I done peed in it. I peed. You know the cup tray you get. Yeah, the, uh, you know with the four <laughs> cups in it. Yeah, in I it. use the bathroom in that before I go in that porta potty. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. If we done I with just asparagus use the McDonald's run, bag. Yeah. Okay. I okay. sit on my glove compartment and go right in there <laughs> and shut Wait. that door until I figure out how to clean it up. Hey, Tommy, and shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> just shut it up in there. <laughs> shut that door, man. 
and throw that little Christmas tree down that I got hanging on my rearview mirror. <laughs> throw that Christmas tree in there and let it deal there. with it. <laughs> Yeah, jeez. Let's move on. Water, water. Shirley. Yeah. Uh huh. If you open up that center console and sit right there, (laughs) you know how they got all them USB ports in there. Just go Uh right there. (sighs) All right. We're still talking about foods now that can boost up your sex life. Water, as I mentioned, being hydrated keeps you from feeling as stressed and fatigued, so it helps to rev up your sex drive as well. Um, Oranges, they say, and tangerines, uh, really high in vitamin B and stuff. And when you're low in this vitamin, it can lead to low moods, which doesn't help, you know, your sex game. Okay. Oats. Oats, like oatmeal and stuff like that, it lowers your cholesterol, and that keeps your arteries clogged from being clogged. Okay? Sure. I got to have all this on the nightstand. All on my (laughs) nightstand, I got oats and tangerines. No, you eat this throughout the day. (laughs) Not on your nightstand. I thought I'm going to lean over there and take a bite of asparagus before we get started. (laughs) I don't know how this works. Steak. Piece of steak and it's just it's a lot. Oysters, you got surface salmon. Damn, damn oysters, too much. It, you know how bad this room smells now. Now walnuts, Tommy. Walnuts, a great source of omega-3s and vitamin E. Both are good for the heart, which keeps your energy level up and your blood moving to all your parts, okay? So you want to keep your, your energy up. Your whole bedroom smell like a fish market with a produce section. <laughs> You just the whole right hand side of Kroger. Because <laughs> you get everything on this list on the right hand side. <laughs> and then surprisingly, they're saying coffee is good. There are health be- benefits to coffee. It can recharge. I know it your, is. It can. Why? Why do you say that? Because I drink coffee. Yeah, it says it can uh, recharge your energy after a romantic dinner, so you won't be sleepy, and you can enjoy the rest of your evening. You know what I mean. Yeah, like I'm going to work out today with Lee Haney, man. So I'm finna do about me four espressos. I do a quadruple espresso and go on down there. Really? Yeah. I tell you, man, like a double if you ain't used to it. But uh-huh. you drink a t- double, triple espresso and go on to the gym, get it knocked out, man. Mm-hmm. Huh. So there you go. The foods that can enhance your sex life. Hey, y'all think that's it for today. All right. Okay. All right. Good day. Good day. Mm-hmm. Good Tuesday. Yeah. Wrapping it up. Uh, y'all have a great weekend. Look forward to seeing y'all on Monday. <laughs> on Monday? <laughs> y'all. Just Tuesday. Wait a minute. Have a great weekend. Okay. Look yeah. forward to seeing y'all on Monday. <laughs> Got it. It's a step further. <laughs> yeah. That's pushing the blessing forward. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) 
Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finish. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.